facts that will be presented are true. And we will go. Let's not just start. Let's go. Whoa, fuck. I forgot that I took the back off this chair. Holy shit. Well, you definitely went. What a way to end the day and begin the day. Where are you going, Wiggly? I don't know, but I'm on my way. Hey, everybody. Probably the hospital. (laughs) Almost. Uh, Fortunately, today I only would have fell on my slippers. The other day when I forgot, I don't know what I had down. Maybe nails. (laughs) (laughs) Boards with nails sticking up for when I, you know, do my uh, Swami uh, shows. Great for radio, by the way. Hey, everybody. This is Wiggly. This is We Talk Games. And it's another episode of should be We Talk Arcade (laughs) We games arcade weekly should be arcade weeklies because these are actual console or handheld or imaginary games that should have been in the arcade. And today, uh, I'm very very happy because we're going to go back to a Game Boy game, which uh, is always fun for me. And this is, of course, the sick in your pants green Game Boy that I'm talking about. On the Discord is Nico Bun. Hello. I'm on the Fluttershy, of course. Yes, that's right. Three weeks of My Little Pony intro jokes about Discord. I am only vaguely familiar up through like season two and a half, so I don't even remember Who the fuck any cares? of the Discord stuff. Who the fuck cares? Oh, you need to see <laughs> when they fight Discord. Discord is uh, voiced by Q. You know oh, John Delancey. Okay. okay. I, I, do, I do need to watch that then because I, I appreciate his work. Every season, they'll usually have a two-parter to open and a two-parter to close. And the two-parters yeah. are usually the adventure, uh, My Little Ponies. This is great. I'm sure a lot of people enjoy this. Remember, 100% video game talk, 0% filler. We talk games. There uh, are a lot of people who enjoy My Little Pony. We're fine. Maybe we're expanding our audience by going over those. Let's do it. <laughs> Very little people that actually are on this show <laughs> appreciate it. It's all right. Um, yeah. But... Um, so they'll open and start. Now, there's two different types of My Little Pony episodes. One is the big adventures, and the other ones are interpersonal, dealing with, uh, you know, oh, I don't know what my cutie mark's going to be. I don't know my purpose in life. Uh, oh, Pinkie Pie, I'm bleeding down there. What does that mean? You know, uh, well, that never happened. But uh, that's, yeah. what, that's what the <laughs> cutie mark really is. It's about, like, sort of going through uh, puberty, I think. That's what it responds. Yeah, it is a coming-of-age thing, so yeah, basically. So if you don't watch any My Little Ponies, at least watch episode one and two or the last two episodes of a season. And I like that they don't leave cliffhangers, number one, because they don't know if they're going to be back the next year, but number two, because uh, you don't have to wait, you know, don't fuck around. Let me see the episode. Get it done, get it in there. And it's like watching My Little Pony movies, but not watching... I. Recently, I heard about some people watching the like the old old My Little Pony movie, and that is that's a shit show. Oh my god! Are we work safe? Are we work safe this month? Yes. No. Okay. Never. Never anymore. Speaking of foreshadowing and three shadowing, this is going to be the three shadowing finale of the Should Be Arcade Weeklies. Next week will be another midsummer programming of a rerun that you might not have heard before, and even if you did. Listen to it again because you might have missed something when you were cleaning your toes and your foots. Speaking of foots, we're going to talk about today a game by Konami. And uh, it was for the Game Boy, as I mentioned. Now, you might say, this shouldn't have been in the arcade. 
And I would say, okay, but it would have been if you were talking about an old black and white raster graphics game. I think this would have fit right in with those first generation of titles, especially dealing with uh, motorcycles or loop-de-loops or something like this. And the three shadowing, if you don't know what the three shadowing is, it's about babies in the game because all, all the two games that we said should be Arcade Weekly in the past two um, episodes had, Jesus Christ, what's with my indigestion? Had uh, uh, babies of some sort. You, you call them babies. Uh, this, I call them babies. This one had babies? Yes. But if you guess that this, if you guess that this game would be the tri-foreshadowing of baby games, you should do the lottery because you're psychotic, psychic, because it's called, of course, Motocross Maniacs. Motocross Maniac. Is it Maniacs or Maniac? It's Maniacs. There's more than one, even though the game is primarily one player. It is primarily one player unless you have the Game Boy hookup cable. The best kludge that ever came out for a handheld system. I uh, I have it. I, I have like seven in the different shapes. I've got one that's got the different plugs oh, so you can connect the pocket and the old one. Yeah. Oh, did you ever play baseball against one another? Uh, no, I never had the chance to. I played that one solo, but that one oh. is pretty sweet. That's FPS right there. Uh, yeah, early, it, it's early. weird because that one was actually set up like in the code. You can do up to 16 people, I think. Whoa, but, right, like, right, the, right. The, the adapter can only do four, yeah. like the way it was set up. Yeah, I talked to, uh, who did I talk to about that that was involved with that? Hank, Hank Rogers, I think. I'm pretty sure Hank Rogers did uh, was responsible behind face. He, did, he didn't develop anything. He got licenses and stuff for things. So. Yeah, it was an upport of something. I forgot what the original, it was, uh, I think, an Amiga game. Mm, that makes it, sense. it was definitely one of those old Spectrum or like older uh, microcomputers and uh, went through like two iterations. I think there was a DOS version. But uh, yeah, the whole deal was like the way the four-player adapter worked. I learned this. I was doing research on F1 race. It's basically like a host Mm. It, it, it's it's like a hub host deal, but they can't daisy chain it. Unlike the uh, Atari Lynx, where you can just stab a bunch of them together, because right. it had the the link the Lynx cables for the Atari Lynx have the uh, extra the female plug, and you can kind of pile them on until. Could you play four player Gauntlet? I never. I only uh, ever played two player games on it. I don't know if they ever released Gauntlet. There wasn't much no, support they for the four player puck. They released Gauntlet, uh, and because. This was a screen that you could turn sideways, so um, and and have a. Oh wait, on screen. the links or on the uh, Game Boy? The links. Okay, uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, not, not familiar with Link stuff. I just know, I just heard about the core thing. I see because they were kind of comparing and contrasting the whole Daisy Chain versus not Daisy Chain. Because some people tried to do the 16 player thing at uh, uh, some uh, convention with the uh, baseball and they were trying to change the Game Boy Link things and it was not happening. Basically, it only recognizes one input per each thing, so it's not recognizing the other three if you plug in another puck. Mmm. 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 
Mm. So you stole them. Anyway, none of these games have motorcycles in them, so. None of them do, and uh, I don't even know. I don't know what two-player would be like on this, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's alternating or what. I didn't look into it. I think it throws up a ghost of the other player behind you. So there's the the baby I would have seen (laughs) if I had been playing against somebody. But, yeah, it's like a faded uh, version of theirs that's updated and close to real time. We'll talk about this gameplay because that's what the show's about. But I yeah. wanted to, I was initially trying to think of a game that we could do as part of the Should Be Arcade Weeklies. And I really wanted to go back to a Game Boy title. And because I know that you are into the racing games and we've even done uh, Twisty Rockets. Yeah, Twisty Rockets. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to try to think of one. I was, and I said, oh, easy, Wave Race. You know, I got that upstairs. Wave Race went on to be um, great game for the N64 and then even better for the GameCube. Yeah, rumor has it there might be doing one for the Switch, but I I haven't heard full confirmation on that yet. I hope so, because I liked Wave Race better than any other jet skis. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's a brand name, so we'll we'll get sued. That's why they don't call that. Jet Skeeteroo. 22 Jet Skidoo. Yeah. Or is it 23 Skidoo? I forget what. 23 ah. Skidoo. 23 <laughs> Jet Skidoo. Also, Jet Moto. Jet Moto was PlayStation. There yes. were three of those that but, I know of. Was that in like water, DT. though? Or did you also go no. on land? They're hover jet ski. Well, they're actually, they're hover bikes, but there okay. is, there's a lot of water on most of the courses. Okay. So it's kind of in the middle. There's a more recent series, Riptide GP. That one's on. Uh, oh. On mobile, and I know a couple of them are on PC now as well. But they're they're pretty good. It's by the same people who do a uh, beach buggy racing. Ah, uh, uh, and I know Sega has their own sort of jet ski thing, and I'm sure a lot of other companies do. Right. But then I played Wave Race, and not only, I mean, it, it it could have been in the arcade, but the problem was it would have been a little bit too graphically advanced for the mechanics of it, and it wasn't that good of a game. So I thought, oh, I also have this motocross maniacs by uh, konami and i thought oh konami game great number one it would have looked good on a raster thing way back in the day maybe you could have put a matte painting of a of an audience in the background and you definitely see this in more contemporary titles like the very contemporary (laughs) trials hd oh yeah (laughs) that that's as soon as i like fire saw like the level design i was like this is absolutely the progenitor of trials but no one really knows what trials is is what i realized that you know people have been playing xbox one for how long and the era of trials hd which was a big to do i mean it was big to do i mean it's sort of been eclipsed by so many other things since then but if you do remember trials hd and how much fun that was and when you were in i remember rational eyes one of our uh friends of the show he made this one track because he had a track builder and it was like a robot's face and stuff. And you could go around in this robot's face and different parts of his face would fall off and stuff. Yeah, I used to watch videos of other people like try it out courses and whatnot because I had never gotten around to picking it up. And every mm. time it was on sale, I was when I didn't have things to apply to sales, no currency. I'll tell you what, I don't beat a lot of people online. Trials HD, people had a hard time beating some of my, my scores. I really was into that title. And basically what it is is a motorcycle game, but it's a skill sort of motorcycle game where you try to like back hump, back jump, and that's the only real part of this 
motocross maniacs that is like trials in that you do a half a loop-de-loop and you got to like land your ass end in the back of yourself so that you complete that loop and then give it another boost to get over. So let's let's just lay this out. You're looking at something that's just completely side view. Oh, oh also like Bike Baron is another game that would be like this uh, for your iOS devices and whatever else that came out for people know Joe Danger, but it's not like that. Um, yeah, Line Rider is one I can think of, although this doesn't have the obvious like draw your own course thing, but it's the same deal where you've got, or Happy Wheels is another one that occurred to me, except with a little, a lot less death. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no like murder things, although you will probably fall on your ass a lot you know, when you're first getting started. Uh-huh, the, fir- uh-huh. the first course is, is, isn't too bad, but after that, it's like, okay, that's when the weird half uh, loops and stuff start. Uh, Wait, what game are you talking about? Motocross Maniacs. Oh, okay. Hold your biscuits. We're not there yet. Do you know of any other titles that it's like? A lot of like the course shapes reminded me at least a little bit of uh, if you took Excite Bike and just leveled the camera out. Mm -hmm. Because you can see like the humps and the the smaller jumps and like even hopping the rocks with wheelies and whatnot. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what this is. Let's think about the date of... 1990 and well i guess it came out in 89 in japan but i'm going to talk yeah. about 1990 for america here that's when ultra brought it to us totally not konami and ultra also did the teenage mutant ninja turtles fall the foot clan which is also a konami title yeah and that's that was the whole nintendo licensing you had a limit of so many games you could put out per year so capcom and konami a lot of the big names they were basically shell companies to publish a few more games over here gotcha Skater Die, Bad and Rad also was released by Konami. That's all the games I could think of by Konami from 1990. I didn't really want to get into this yet, but I do want to mention, since we're talking about Game Boy from 1990, to uh, give you an idea what time this is. You mentioned Capcom. That's when Gargoyles Quest came out for the Game Boy. Uh, also, Dr. Mario was, of course, the biggest title that came out that year. And surprisingly, three games by Gunpei Yokoi came out. One was Balloon Kid, which we would expect. But he also created Solar Striker and Radar Mission. I did not know he did Radar Mission or Solar Striker. I didn't Striker. know he did Solar Striker. I knew, yeah. I, I knew about Radar Mission was his deep baby, but... I see, I see. Well, there we go. We learned something new. Happy doodah day. Also, Final all Fantasy... Right. Put <laughs> us together, you've got like almost a complete memory <laughs> of his work. Final Fantasy Legend 2 came out for the Game Boy. And also, I have to mention my huddy son, Atomic Punk 1990. Atomic Punk. If you nice. Had to, you know what that was. Said, How can we sell Bomberman to people in the U.S.? He's a punk. He's a punk rocker with a fucking mohawk. But I think you were just Bomberman inside. I don't even think you had a punk rock hairdo. You just had your helmet on. I guess the kid with the, the mohawk just decided to put a helmet on. Maybe they just took, like, the little ball off the end of the antenna on the Sprite. So, yeah, that's a mohawk. Yeah, that's it. Actually, he didn't even have the ball on his uh, antennae. I mean, he didn't didn't have any antennae. He just had a space helmet. Oh, I should have figured, Game Boy. It's still better box art than we got for uh, Bomberman, I think, for the TG-16, where it's like a guy in a real bomb disposal outfit type of thing. I'd still say that's better than... uh, Bomberman Zero or whatever, the Xbox uh, version where it's like super hardcore sci-fi robot man with giant bomb-laying arm. 
do not like. Do not like. It so was a cool design, but it shouldn't have been Bomberman. Also, the game was incredibly impossible after level four. Okay, let's talk about impossible <laughs> games. Motocross Maniacs. Obviously, Woo! Konami's answer or Ultra's answer. I think I think it was Konami. Konami's it answer. It was Konami. Okay. Ultra, again, just publisher. Okay, oh, Ultra published and Konami was the creator. Oh, I see. I thought it was the other way around. Motocross Maniacs is uh, Konami's answer to Excite Bike. And their answer to Excite Bike at it, these big jumps, the turbo boost, which would just go and and boost you like that, limited amount of turbo boost. You wouldn't overheat. Yeah, Um, you can't lay on it or anything. mm -hmm. It has the rough patches of dirt that will slow you down, but it does have these big loop-de-loops that you have to try to jump up to, or else if you didn't hit your turbo when you tried to jump up to the loop-de-loop, you will just go up a little ramp and then down and through the dirt. There's also all these little power-ups along the way. One is your tires, one is your jet, and then one is your your boosts. And it's ver- nitro. Nitro is what I believe it's uh, referring to. Yeah, nitro. yeah, it's an N. So it's all on timer, by the way. So there's different modes of playing as well. There's single player. There is versus computer or versus com. Capcom. Uh, Cape Canaveral. Versus the communists. Yeah, right. There you go. But yeah, the, the wall wasn't down yet. Dolfsky. So. Dolph Lundgren. And also, you could uh, hook it up to a wire that goes to someone else's wire, and then both people uh, bite a lead pipe and jump off the roof because they say, why the fuck did I buy this game? Yeah, uh, well, uh, <laughs> but you could trade Pokemon, too. Mm. Not, not this, but with that wire. Yes. No, I, I meant Motocross Maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> you will become a maniac. If you play this game, you will definitely not the first go, level. I don't know about going mad, but definitely getting mad. You will get mad. You will throw your Game Boy. Good thing that they were giant bricks back then. Yeah. Motocross Maniacs, the first stage. Let me hear about the first stage. It's pretty straightforward. They, like, it gives you a nice little sampler of all the uh, tricks and whatnot. There's loops. There's different jumps. And you get to taste all the different power-ups. And I think it, I had infinite boost. That or I was just picking up power-ups really readily you just keep tapping on it and tapping on it and just go fast get a feel for everything it's it's a nice little handout and foreshadowing of what's to come how can handout be an understatement i don't know but it is because yeah it, it, it's, level, it's easy it, it, it's what sucks you in so then when you fire up any other level you're wondering why you bought this game and where the screamings are coming from you need to prop up a table leg with this cartridge the first level uh, gives you like an hour time limit <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's ridiculous and it does give you boost i they might be unlimited i don't know they might be but i i know i picked up some ends uh but that doesn't necessarily mean anything yeah that might have been just to show you hey pick up this end and it'll make a good noise good noise <laughs> When you first start as well, you'll be able to see that you could choose any level you want to. And A, B, C, or D, or E. I don't remember how many of I that think level. I think it's just C, at least at first. Okay. I don't know if it, like, something unlocks if you do well. Probably not. This is 1989. Yeah, I made it to B2. And then I said, fuck you. But yeah, I, I tooled around in a bunch of different ones just yeah. to see if there was different uh, music for the most part. Because the, oh like, the audio is really, like not just the item pickups, but the, the background music is really nice when you're not driving on the rough patches that's drowning out everything with your uh, grindy engine noise. As long as you're on the track bits, you can hear the uh, 
background music pretty nicely. So there's like two or three different tracks uh, audio-wise, and I enjoyed all of them. But uh, wow. I was not very good at the whole bounce off the half circles and then jump back over. Usually because I would waste all my boosts way too early <laughs> and then be like, oh, yes, oh, okay, I needed that. If you use up your nitros, your boost powers, you're not going to get any of them back. It's very yeah. rare that a track will allow you to get another nitro once you run out of your boosts. So this is where the strategy comes in. And I really like that. Now, I got to tell you that when I just played this as a single player game, I really didn't get very far. But when I played it the versus mode against a computer, number one, the computer is almost like you. It's just a little bit darker. But for some reason, even though that made it so much more confusing... I did a lot better, and like I said, I got through all of A's, and I started going through B's, and I even kept one of my babies in B1, and the thing thing I'm talking about here with babies is that some of these power-ups are hidden, and one of the power-ups is a baby motorcycle that looks just like you and follows along like a little thing that you might see pooped out of some game where you poop things out. What was a game where you pooped? things out as you gobbled them you know oh, i don't poop it out but i like my, my brain is going to tiger heli you'd get like the little side helicopters yeah we, we we had that but there was one game where oh yoshi yoshi he oh, actually like pooped the out eggs. eggs. Yeah. yeah he actually pooped out eggs well imagine oh. him pooping out little yoshis that's what you would get here there are these little <laughs> tiny motocross motorcycles that come out your back and i think you can only get up to three because in the first level i think i found them all this is a game that you either need the game boy game genie with for infinite nitros or some type of prima strategy guide so you know where all the hidden things are yeah i feel like the manual was pretty key in figuring out what was going on because like eventually i got to the point where doing some backflipping would get me over some of these humps Mm -hmm. and give me you know enough air to try and then fall back down again but i was not entirely sure how i was doing that so yeah there's some interesting play mechanics about this. And first, I wanted to mention the babies, though. I don't really know what the babies do because when you get over the finish line, it's just against the time. You get points for time. I don't know if you get extra points for the babies because it never shows anything for the babies. And once you crash, if you did get a baby, as soon as you crash, you lose that baby. So oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, is there a good parenting or bonus or a bad parenting penalty? Or? Oh, the Trump administration does not approve this podcast. They're taking the babies and just putting them in a camp. They Wait, are. what? That's right. That's true. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention that came out this year for the Game Boy as well? Romstar. Mr. Chin's Gourmet Paradise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just had to mention that. I actually that. do remember that one. By the way, the cover art there looks nothing like Mr. Chin. <laughs> Mr. Chin is pure up manga art where he's so mangaed out, you could barely tell which parts of his face are his nose and his eyes and his face. So it's like How to Draw Manga Volume 1, 1997. You know that guy that's always in manga or anime that has the, the big, like, dented head and the giant teeth and the mustache that's only like three whiskers on each side. And the yeah, yeah, eyeball, like, like, he's like uh, two foot half high. aside from Ron and one half is my yeah. first go to on that. Yeah. yeah. He's like one of those guys, except he's the guy with the round face and the big giant nose that's almost as big as his face. 
So that's Mr. Oh, Chin. Is it like uh like the is it the professor or the mayor from Astro Boy? Am, am I thinking of? Oh my god. Is it sort of like that with like Elephant. the Kilroy nose and the Professor Elephant. Yeah. Is it, it like that? Um no, he's he's oh you just have to look up Mr. Nose. Chin. Look up Mr. Chin's uh, gourmet. I'm gonna paradise. Look, 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 okay, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Chin, Mr. Chin. Gourmet Paradise. I think he's somehow related to Dr. Tong Tong. I'm not sure. Something on Dr. Tong Tong's first wife's oh, side. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, on the, uh, it, okay, I remember I remember the box art now. He's got the top knot. He, what, what is going on? This outfit it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> uh, with the top knot and, like, the... The Chinese top, but the he's got Gata sandals on yeah. boots. Or no, those are feet. Okay, it, it, he's just got very leathery feet. But if you look at the title screen of the game itself, you'll see exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 he looks like Anpa Man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Of course he yeah. does. So back to Motocross Main X. <laughs> I just happened to think of Mr. Chins, and I wanted to bring that up. That also. Probably would not be a good arcade game, but it would be a great foreshadower for every single other fucking game for your handheld device about cooking shit. Yeah, yeah and he does look kind of like a baby. So, <laughs> so e- could, even the tangents have babies. It, it could have been then real foreshadowing instead of three shadowing. Three and a half shadowing. 3.5 shadowing. Yeah. So, okay, so let's get back to Motocross Maniacs. I don't know what these babies do, but I'm. I, I, it was so cute to remember that they're there, and that's sort of why I wanted to play it. Of course, to keep in the baby theme, I thought this is absolutely perfect because you don't get babies in Wave Race. So there's babies. There's different type power ups. You want to get the T's because that gives you time, extra time on the clock, and your timer yeah. is a bar, which I like that. I like that it's a number and it's also a black bar. And it's pretty large on the screen. Because that really gives you a sense of where you are uh, in time. Even though you don't really know where you are on the course. You know where you, you know you got to try to really give it some gas. And the turbo boost, you must make sure you still have a lot of nitros. And there are times when you're like, don't use the nitro until I see an N somewhere on the other end of the screen to get up there. Because I need more nitros. And your nitros refill up. I think you get either four or five nitros. I'm going to say five. There's a lot of places in this game where things are like always over your head at some point. Like the jump that goes up to the loop-de-loop. Then there's a jump that goes up to a half loop. Not even a half loop, uh, three quarters of a loop. 45% of the pie. And then R squared, you jump back and then you're on another ramp that you have to jump that part to boost over to a platform that's above that and then so on and so forth and so on. And as you get to level B1, now there are just tiny little ramps up in the air, just like you would be trying to hit the ramps on the ground of Excite Bike. This time you got to try to boost to the next ramp and it is a ramp shape it's not like a piece of ground that you go over a little bit and then you jump now it's just actually a ramp so as soon as you hit that ramp you have to try to hit boost again and here's where the whole game falls apart but another thing you could do is pop a wheelie and then give it the boost and if you're close enough to a ramp that happens to be overhead a little bit you will ride up that ramp, and you will even ride up the middle of the ramp instead of on top of the ramp. 
Yeah, I did that a few times. I'm like, physics defied? And that's I've just phased thing. through the ground, but it's not really the ground because it's hovering in midair. <laughs> there sometimes there'd be stuff that felt like invisible pixels and stuff too, like the uh, contact whatever yeah. of the different obstacles would be like cut out in midair. So you'd spin around some just single pixel that you couldn't even see. And you have to hit the boost when both tires are on the ground. And some of those are so quick that it's almost impossible. And you have to hit the boost before the edge of the thing. You can't hit the boost where you think you would. Like if your front tire's off, hit the boost. You know, you can't do that. You can't double boost. But somehow you could boost really high if you sort of like tilt your motorcycle up at some point and you, you could go really, really high. It makes no sense. The thing is very, very difficult to control. I don't know how you could get good at this. I'm sure there are people that are awesome at this and it would be very fun for them. But unfortunately, the play mechanics of this are just all over the place bad. Yeah, um, it's it's, ab- it's absolutely early Game Boy. Hey, uh, your parents are only going to buy you one game, so we're going to make you suffer through it for as long as possible. And it's so sad because this is a great game. This would be so much fun if, number one, you could boost any time that you're around a ramp and deal with it, you know, deal with it. Another thing is, like with a sight bike, when you when you crash your motorcycle, you go running back to it. Uh, yeah. Pressing a button doesn't help you get back faster. It doesn't matter. By the way, there's some like triangle things. I, we'll call those girders. Okay, let's call those girders. Because there's some parts where there's just these ramps that are just these metal girder shapes going up and then down right away, like a triangle. There's big ones, there's small ones, uh, all different types of girders that are sort of like pipes that are hanging in the air and stuff like that. Well, I came off of a ramp and I would be going down the girder, but what the hell, I crash, why? And I'm trying to point the motorcycle down like it's supposed to, but still crash. So there's no forgiveness as to how your wheels should be when you're just trying to go up and down a girder. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of uh, twitch timing and learning, like you said, how far to presuppose and start tilting so that your wheel will be down instead of in your face as you're rolling down the uh, other side of the, uh, like the pointier girders. Yeah, and I start down the girder, um, I'm all right, I'm going, 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 all of a sudden crash. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I think I think the game thinks you rolled too far forward with that, but again, like it's it, oh, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so unfortunately, this game is ruined by that. Now, this did come out for the Game Boy Color or Advanced? I uh, both actually. There both? were two sequels. Yeah, okay. Color added some backgrounds. I haven't played either version, but and then, but the uh, Game Boy Advance one actually had. I think they introduced a stat system because there's three different characters. You got obligatory anime, pretty lady, uh, like <laughs> hot shot ki- uh, kid, and I guess there's a the, third the, the one. Gruffy old maybe. veteran, maybe either gruffy veteran or like beefy guy who's got like a higher weight stat and top speed, probably, yeah, yeah. but less air or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Again, I, 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 I haven't played those, but it, it lasted long enough for three games as a franchise. You know what? I'm going to have to go and play these on. I can't see the Game Boy Color having corrected a lot of these flaws maybe it corrected one or two but the game boy advance i think they would have had to step up their game a little bit but surprising that this has the konami name on it now 
I'm not saying that every Konami game was good. I'm definitely not saying every Konami game was easy because they certainly were not, especially for the NES. You know, people that play Castlevania, they were like, this game's fucking hard. And people that play Contra, holy crap. <laughs> uh, that's all I would hear is how hard that game is, but how they loved it. Yeah. This game has a lot to love, but you just can't get to it. Yeah. Like, I, yeah I didn't it. even know about the babies until you mentioned them. So. Yeah, you got to see them. They're so cute. I mean, they're only the size of your back tire, and they're they're, they're full people riding in motorcycles. Yeah, like, I, and I want to go back to this because I like I, even on the blind play where I was getting just thrown into the dirt repeatedly. I still loved it. A fun if torturous time. I mean, maybe I'm just a masochist, but it was it was not awful. Another thing that surprised me, just like as a bit of an offshoot, was um, there was no like motocross madness character in a. Uh, Konami Crazy Racers or YY Racing, oh. which that would fit perfectly. I don't know if the Game Boy Advance one, that would be Motocross Maniacs Advance, oddly <laughs> enough, uh, came out before uh, Crazy Racers or not. But uh, I think uh. like if that had happened, we might have gotten probably the girl uh, as a uh, playable in that. Right on. Although I don't think anybody else had a, a bike in that, but by that point, they could have uh, like. I'm pretty sure at least one game was doing behind the character motorcycle stuff. I know it had, it had already been done on the SNES several times, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been that hard to finagle at least one bike in there. And the skater die guy wasn't in there either. Nah, but like everybody was from the Japanese franchises. Yeah. So you know, it's sad in um, what you call that game where you Mario around and punch each other. That game uh, is real popular. Uh, the Smash Brothers. Yeah. Why didn't they ever get the license for the Fabio from Wizards and Warriors? Put him in there. As a uh, I don't know if they could get the rights back from the guys who did the, the Power Team cartoon for Video Power. Was it, who made that? LGN or something? I don't. Uh, oh, my God. Can I tell you something? Do it. Wizards and Warriors X, the Fortress of Fear, developer, Rare. Published by Acclaim. Rare. Can you I believe that? I forgot that. I, I, for, I don't know if they put that on the Rare replay disc. Probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't. Because <laughs> I, I, ha- I have that. I like It's got both RC Pro-Ms on there. That's pretty cool. Battletoads, obviously. Both versions. The yeah. main and the arcade versions. Something else Rare put out. And it, it was from 1990 as well. They did the Amazing Spider-Man that LJN published. Yeah. For the Game Boy. That was in 1990 as well. And I had no idea that was Rare. So, yeah, they sucked. Yeah, they used Rare to they got around. Bad. <laughs> uh. oh, man. Ready yeah. for me to rare your ass off? <laughs> 1991, the very next year, you could see Rare getting better. Released for the Nintendo Entertainment System, 1991. Beetlejuice. They developed... The Beetlejuice game. Oh, oh man. God. Rare. You, what have you hidden in the desert? I feel kind of dirty now. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't think Rare made this one, but they actually did. 1988 for the NES. They made Anticipation, the game. 
Yeah, I freaking love that game. First video board game, yeah. So they made that board game. So they were involved with so many things. Anticipation was like a ripoff of... uh, There was Pictionary elements and... Well, mostly Pictionary elements. But a lot of, uh, like, a few other things going on there. The board looked like Trivial Pursuit. A little bit, yeah. remember that. Speaking of Rare, uh, that was actually the game I wanted to do. Oh my god, okay. Rare did Taboo the Sixth Sense. Did they do the the Taboo? Yeah, but yeah, it's published by Tradewest, but yeah, it was the it listed as a non-game, but the the, the tarot card reader so for the, your Nintendo Entertainment yeah, System, of course. That's okay. That's blowing my mind. So, so Rare was trying to get into the board game thing happening. They were trying yeah. to do whatever that other shit was, Beetlejuice and, uh, and and Fabio, but then they started using their vector art style games and i originally wanted to review cobra triangle uh, from 1989 by rare which i think is a very good game but then once again i played that and i was like you know what though it's too annoying to me i still would probably like to play it i think i might recommend it but to talk about it or to have to play through it to talk about it it doesn't hit me like i remember yeah i can't remember getting more than 10 levels into it as a kid it's difficult, but I forgot like all the stupid cheap parts that that occur in it. And they yeah. did they did RC Program too, right? Because that was their other yeah. Type RC, of- yeah, they, the RC Program series is them. That actually is on that Rare Replay collection. Okay. Highly recommend it because you get the first and the second one. Mm. You don't get the Game Boy one, but first okay. two were both pretty good. RC Program two. Yeah, and once where again- they had they had two other kinds of RC cars, and the courses were a little more colorful. And I think this is where Rare found their style, uh, both in the Cobra Triangle, RC Pro-Am, the RC Pro-Am 2, even Snake Rattle and Roll, even though that was with the round balls and stuff. That was sort of their thing then. Let's take a, well, whatever you call that, that three-quarter overhead stuff that wouldn't take off for a long, long time, like Congo Bongo, that type of style. Now everything's like that. Yeah, isometric and colorful was their jam. Well, like once they got that groove going, like Crossy Road, it would be today. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I don't have too much more to say about Motocross Maniacs. I wish I did. Uh, Give it a try if you have an old Game Boy lying around, and I'm definitely going to try the Game Boy Advanced version of it. See what that's like because if it controls better, then I think it's a Close to perfect game. Like, I think Excite Bike is a perfect game. Don't touch it. I think when they came out with the Excite Bike, even for the Wii, the new version of the Excite Bike, more Excited Bike. Yeah, yeah uh, it's like well, Excite Bike World Rally, I believe. I just played it a few weeks ago. And so. that's great, too. It's good. Yeah. You, do you like the, that? The, the 64 one wasn't bad. Like, it, that, that one actually went the whole isometric route. Which I hate. Well, yeah. Sorry, I hate it. But it, it, it was still kind of okay. They tried to be a little more serious business, but mm-hmm. but like the the OG Excite Bike, I have that on at least four different platforms, including as uh, one of the NES games you could get in the mail in Animal Crossing. It's in my basement still on my uh, GameCube safe. Yeah, like like my in-game basement. Yeah, so go I have it on my little. e-card reader. I never got the e-card version of that. I really wanted to. I, ha- I have the reader. I just didn't get any of the NES games. Oh, I have a wow. Mario Party E. Okay, okay, yeah. That, that's pretty and, fun to play on there. It's just that, you know, Jesus Christ, Mario Party takes a lo- enough time to play. Now you got to be swiping shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's 
yeah. not really thought through. No, but it is. Howdy, son. So I would consider this a perfect game for what it is, too, if it just had the control and the uh, just being able to land where you're supposed to land. Like you said, sometimes you're in midair. Sometimes you make it. There's no way I'm going to make this jump. I'm going to fall short. What? I'm going around in the loop. What the hell? How'd that happen? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they really needed to tighten up these controls. I think uh, Konami started to get a lot better in their control area until then they lost it again for Castlevania 64. But uh, we're not... <laughs> who cares now? They're They're gone. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. See how tight their uh, jackpot machines are. You heard about Metal Gear Solid Survive? No, I didn't either. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Metal Gear 2 came out that year, I think, for the NES. That's where all the people who were doing reasonable work got assigned, I guess. And Bonk came out for the TG-16 and became the uh, mascot of the TG-16, which helped incredibly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Well, I don't have to imagine. I know. It already happened. We were there. Okay, everybody. I I guess that's it, right? Pretty much, yeah. Play this game, but uh, be ready to (laughs) self-medicate. Yes. Put it down. Put the game down. All right, everybody. Hey, uh, I hope that you like us. Stay tuned for more Kid Series programming as We Talk Game continues on, even if we don't continue on. I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. 